everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. John, I, I once again need yours and our, our, our audience's help. Okay. I don't know if I told you a couple episodes ago that I had some difficulties with the dentist. Uh, yeah, I, maybe, I don't remember, but my brain's bad, so. I think it might have been on the show. Anyways, okay. I, I went to the dentist and my teeth were, like, not okay. Um, <laughs> and so they were like, hey, we're gonna do this, like, plan with you. And, you know, you're gonna, we're gonna get you back on track. And I was like, sounds, sounds expensive. And I'm, like, <laughs> prepared to do the work. And really, it was, like, start flossing or else. And yeah, I was right. like, okay, <laughs> I will totally do that. I'm committed to my gum health because I definitely had like a little more than a tinge of the ginge, you know. So yeah, um, I feel you. So that was that, and they sent me on my way, and they're like, "We're gonna see you in like two months or three months or whatever, and we're gonna see where we're at and do another cleaning and like get you back." And I'm like, "Awesome, great." Well, um, I don't know if you've noticed that time is weird, and uh, yeah. I have two days. Oh, <laughs> I see. I floss How like much maybe even, twice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but I need to. I need to do three months worth of flossing in in forty eight hours. Oh well, that's actually not, less than less than forty eight hours now. That's not hard, especially. Okay, so dentists want you to floss. Actually, I feel like my dentist tells me that I I need to floss like before I go to bed. But that's all that uh-huh. I feel like that's all they're vying for is just one. But a I day. have two bedtimes. I got two more bedtimes. <laughs> what do you? Why? Why is that? What do you mean? <laughs> Well, they're going to see me in two days and yeah, yeah, they're going to yeah. be like, we know. Right, right. No, like, but you need to, but you just need to do what? 30 days worth of flossing in two days? In two days. So, that's, so let's just do the math. I mean, that's just 30 times. You just have to floss 30 times between now and then. I'm just going to show up and just have no gums left. <laughs> Your gums are just going to have deep, deep trenches in them. <laughs> like, or burn marks from the heat of the friction. So the friction of the... <laughs> it's bad, right? Like, I mean, I, they can't I, be I, mad I don't know at you. I mean, they can. <laughs> I guess. They be... could be. Here's the thing. The worse your teeth are, the more money that they're potentially going to make. So this is a new dentist. I wanted to make a good impression. That's nothing. This this is an arbitrary thing you've created in your head. What if I need another dentist later on and they give me a bad dental recommendation? Why would they? If anything, they would give you a better dental recommendation because they know you need the help more. I don't know. I'm scared now, John. I have this appointment coming up and I'm not prepared. I didn't do my homework. You didn't do your homework. Oh but my god. That's why I'm best, saying do what you and I always wine? did when we when we skirted something in school and just cram it all in the last minute. Start you gotta fl- start flossing to. now. There's no there's no way around it, Emily. You're gonna have to start flossing right now on this but, podcast okay. recording. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it. No, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna do that. That's gross. <laughs> there will be blood. And there this will- is not a bloody <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there will be blood that's that belongs on the bloody stream our sister podcast which you should listen yes, to exactly i'll go floss over there yeah, yeah, yeah take your bloody gums over there wow we sure always talk some, about like, blood on this fucking show that's true well i was thinking like there must be like plenty of dental related horror movies so many people have oh, that as like a fear if it if there aren't 
that's a missed opportunity. Unless the unless the movie makers just think it's too visceral. Just like we, we Yeah, they really, might think it's like too much. I like, can't do that. It's too, too real. It's too real. <laughs> I'm gonna have to be on the bloody stream for a dental a dental thriller. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not afraid of the I dentist. didn't invite you to come with me. <laughs> so whatever. Um, so I have been thinking about this show. And oh, that's good. The, yes, I, th- I as don't... a creator, a co-creator <laughs> of this show, I you, I would think that you should be thinking about it. I feel like we have been relying on WikiHow articles a good amount, which is fine. I, I, it's neither here nor there. I would like to come Seems up with like more. Like you of like our, it a lot. <laughs> I do. It is an. It's just an easy thing to be able to look over and read and then comment on it. Um, mm-hmm. so it's kind of a cheat for me. But I would like to go more off of our own ideas. But I I would still like to have a, a Teach Me How Wiki House segment. And I don't think that we can... I think we can still do our own topic and then have a Wiki House segment on the same topic. But I also feel like we could be doing more to help teach the masses how to do stuff. And I, I also like the idea of leaving the topics up to chance. So Wiki How has a feature in their explore section. So you think we're relying too much on WikiHow and your solution is to go to WikiHow? No, no, no. No, no, no. Resolve it? <laughs> I the segue, forget about my segue. Don't ever listen to me. Nothing I say means anything. I'm just I mean, just I barely talking. do. I barely listen. <laughs> like just enough to almost make it seem like we're talking to each other. My main point is that I feel like we need to teach people how to do more things, more than one thing a week. And oh. in order to catch up on that, I think we need to do like a quick run through WikiHow of something random from WikiHow not having to do with our topic through a feature on WikiHow called Random Article. Okay. So I'm going to click Random Article, how to hop a fence. Oh, what a on. what a That's slam easy. dunk. What a slam Slam dunk. dunk. How many fences have you hopped in your life, John? Uh, How many fences or how many times? I guess. Those would be very different numbers. I feel like I've definitely hopped. Did you consistently hop the same fence? I feel like there's a couple fences that I hit a couple times. That they tarred the top of. Do you remember that? No. Oh, you weren't weren't as bad as I was. There's (laughs) a fence around our high school, but it was like a wooden fence. Yeah. And it went into like a little condo subdivision. And so to keep kids from skipping class and and jumping over that fence, they painted it with tar so that you would get black on your pants. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, you get sticky. (laughs) <laughs> you get, get all sticky and then somebody would come around sticky. with a with a pillow and they tear it open and shake it on you and you get all feathery. well you know what they do other places is they paint it with tar not for children i hope but they paint it with tar and i've seen this like in my travels they paint it with tar and then they put broken bottles <gasps> oh god to, so, i mean well, you know it's it's you know you're gonna drink the beer anyway so you might as well have it work for you because it's a good it's point less, you're gonna buy the beer, and it's like, am I buying razor wire? Probably not. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess it's kind of, uh, it's kind of environmentally friendly razor wire. <laughs> That's right. We it's care like about the planet. It's like a reduced reuse recycle situation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So really, just speed through, speed run, wiki how how to hop a fence. 
Uh, they it's co-authored by WikiHow staff, so you know it's legit. They are saying do a safety vault. Do a safety vault. What's that? What's you that? tell me, Emily. What's a safety vault? God, it, it's where you build an exact replica of it in your basement and you practice. And you practice on it like a just, just American like Ninja in, Warrior uh, thing. Oh, I was thinking like more like an Ocean's Eleven type of thing. I haven't seen where the film. They literally had the vaults in the and they were practicing. What? They got <laughs> they got an exact replica of the vault. I love yeah. it. Yeah, and think then they practice getting into my metaphor is John, more you, apt. No, no, no. <laughs> No, we have to stop. You haven't seen Ocean's Eleven? No, I haven't seen any of the Ocean's films. What the fuck? We got stop. No. Well, Emily, Pause. as you know, I'm a very, uh, I'm a very law-abiding citizen. So any movies in which there are people committing crimes, I get viscerally uncomfortable and I have to vomit. So I leave the theater. You have to vomit. Yes. If you see crime. Yeah, if I see um, crime happening in any realistic way. If it's like a cartoon, I can kind of get over it. I still get a little queasy, but mm-hmm. yeah, I can uh, I can get past it. Well, they're fun. Have you seen the Catch Me If You Can movies? Emily? What did I just Basically say? a shot for shot remake of <laughs> Ocean's Eleven except with magic, which makes it so much worse. And Jesse Eisenberg, which is also terrible. That's not Catch Me If You Can. Not not real magic, but is it not? Oh, Catch, Catch Me If You Can is with Leonardo good. DiCaprio. <laughs> I also love that movie. I've seen it several times. It's Leonardo DiCaprio and Christopher Walken. I'm uh, Very disgusted good. by the film. Based on a true story. Frank he, Abagnale. It's all about Abagnale? Abagnale. identity fraud, and I can't, I can't abide by that. Yeah, but he's so good at it, and he's so handsome. Right. He's, he's too good at it. Yo. It's too real. And it makes me physically ill. So I would really so appreciate it. nothing with crimes. <laughs> Name a movie right now where no crimes are committed. Shrek. Trespassing. Right That's at the beginning. True. Right at the beginning, there's Immediately. trespassing. Immediately. Immediately trespassing. Um, also, uh, there's Lam- a fair Lam- amount of time. breaking stuff. I mean, the laws of nature are broken. <laughs> Because everyone knows that that didn't happen. <laughs> dinosaurs aren't real. Uh, just fucking jump Hashtag over Hashtag dinosaur truth. <laughs> Please, uh, this is kind of rough because I feel like we could turn How to Hop a Fence into an entire episode. That's going to be the issue with this segment is like, do we, we're, yeah, we're going to do it. I, I instantly out. spotted the problem. <laughs> It's like, oh, but we have a hard enough time every week coming up with episodes. <laughs> and if you're just willy-nilly taking random shit off the table that we could use, how is this supposed to go on for hundreds of years to come if, you know, we exhaust all of our options? Oh, a safety vault is when you do a step first. Like, sometimes you can vault by just using your hands and just jumping all the way over. A safety vault is if there's, if it's, like, got rungs and you can put a foot on in a, in a hold of some sort. I don't know why. It's also called a step vault. Why is it? what they say. So, wait. They want me to test to see if I can do it from a shorter height. No, this is... And re-jump it later? Method one is <laughs> for safety vaults. They're teaching you how oh, to jump like, a fence when first, safety vaults are an you're option. You're gonna practice. I That's this what was it like seemed like to me, round. and I like that way better. So we're gonna go with that. We're gonna John, do the American Ninja Warrior. I think Ninja you Warrior lack approach. critical, um, critical reading skills. I, I 100. percent 
That's not a, even a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. Place one or both hands on top of the fence. Hop into the air and rest your foot on the top of the fence. I mean, you've seen a movie. It's the it's the exact. The, I'm watching gifts I've seen of a this movie. man. I have. Which what movie have you seen in which someone vaults a fence? Harry Potter. <laughs> I mean, that's probably true. I I can't. I think prove in the wrong. fifth one they might jump a fence. I don't know. They don't have to jump a fence in the magical world. It would definitely be some private. They've got fucking broomsticks. Fence. Come on. Where do people jump fences? Land softly. Um, the heat. The heat? I think they do it there. Where's who, Someone uh, does, and then you, she pulls him down by his pants. Think of any movie where there's an on-foot chase scene. Somebody's hopping a fence. You yeah, know? anything with a... Well, the heat's about cops and stuff. There so. you go. Uh, um, determine whether or not to do a speed vault. This is this is what we're talking about. This one, you gotta cops. you got to get a running start. Place your dominant hand on the fence. For me, that's for me, that's my right hand in this situation. For you, that would be your left. So just keep that in mind. Kick your legs out to the side. You're kind of like you're kind of doing an up and over thing where you kind of your body's gonna be horizontal for a second. That's hot. Monkey vault. What's a monkey vault, Emily? Oh, buddy. (laughs) I mean. If you don't know, you don't know. You know, you're not in the you're not in the cool kids game. That's true. You don't know. I think that's where that's where we can finish up the the uh, how to hop a fence segment for this episode by leaving What's you with that. Ball? You can it, like once you become, I would say at least a a fence hopping amateur. Like mm-hmm. right now, you're not you're nothing. Once you once you get into the hot fence hopping community, you can well, learn sure what a monkey nothing. ball is. I'm I sure th- our listeners are not nothing. You know, they're no, they're I, nothing. I Emily. value them. They're valuable. I like no, them. They're they're here to learn because they're they and you're don't just know gonna anything. break them down like that, like that pedagogical method. I feel we like are has been debunked. all in the same boat here. On downtime, Emily, you and I made it very clear that we know nothing at the beginning. I jumped a fence. You're I jumped not, a fence very recently. If you're listening, but there to was a hole in it. I didn't really do a lot of jumping. I did more about stepping. I do like a step and crouch sort of Dude, maneuver. It's a safety vault. We talked about that. It's not a safety vault because I just step through and then I do this thing. Oh, my head. yeah, that's not hopping. And then a I fence. just step. That's not well. I did. There was a fence that I ignored. So. <laughs> I saw a fence and I said, no, you're not. Yeah, it was like, I can fit through there. <laughs> or once, oh my God, once uh, I was coming home really drunk. It was not my house. It was my friend's house and she had a gate and her husband was going to uh, stay awake and open the gate for us Yeah. when we got home because it was going to be, you know, like, I don't know, whatever. We didn't have the calls for the gate. And it was one of these communities where the gate, like, opens and yeah. closes. And he had fallen asleep. Oh. And so we could not get in. And we were both very drunk. And then <laughs> uh, we had to crawl on our bellies underneath the gate because it was, like, oh, no. just just tall enough and i had to like force my friend to do it because she was like i don't want to do it i don't want to get dirty i'm like where are you gonna sleep yeah, what tonight? the fuck else are you gonna do <laughs> like you have to get i was like drunk too and i was like you're gonna get on your belly right now <laughs> fuck the dirt you're gonna get on engage your, belly. your inner toddler right now and you're gonna army crawl into your own house god damn it yeah 
we're going to break into your apartment right now. Now you get on the ground. <laughs> so that's the direction I go when I'm confronted with a fence. I'm yeah. a tunneler, you know? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, look, if, not... if this if this how-to segment was how to bypass a fence, then these comments would be, would be valid. But I'm sorry, yeah. Emily, right now, this is not the, that's not what we're talking about. I'm not a big jumper, you know. Like I'm a if I if there, if I were a dog, right? If I was a yeah. dog breed, I would definitely be like a terrier over, like say, a Belgian Malinois, which are the ones that like they run up the tree and then they grab the toy off the tree and fly through the air. Yeah, they're very athletic animals. Yeah, it you sounds should look like it. it. I, I yes. will right now. Yeah. You should not have one in your house. They're like they're the ones that are chosen to be police dogs, but they're like. Super crazy. Gotcha. Yeah. So our real topic, now that we we wanted to teach you something extra up front. That was, we mm-hmm. did. Emily also agreed that she wanted to I do wanted, that. I wanted to. So that, that's just a, see that, John? That's that's a freebie. Cooperation. Thank you so much. Thank you for yes anding. That, yep, you're welcome. That was a little bonus how-to for you, listener. So you're welcome. Shut up, John, or whoever was talking. I think it was me. Shut up, John. We got to get music in these people's fucking ears. We're about to come at you with Strange Neighbors. Strange Neighbors wrote us a great bio. They probably didn't write it for us. They probably had it written, but they sent it to us. And I'm going to read you the whole goddamn thing because I think it's good and fun. Strange Neighbors first unleashed their jangly power pop onto the New York scene in 2018. Founded by vocalist Aiden and drummer Tracy, they soon brought guitarist Zach into the mix through a Facebook ad. It remains one of the three all-time positive outcomes of social media. I would like to know what the other two are. That's editorializing from me, John. Back to the bio. After a few early singles and some lineup changes, the band brought along bassist Dana to record their debut album, How to Human, in early 2019. Taking influence from the power pop and pop punk of the band's youth, the album's eight songs are characterized by sparkling guitars, intricate bass lines, rock-solid beats, and impassioned vocals, a mix of the old and new. The band followed up with the Illuminasty EP in 2020 and marked their live comeback as a live act with the single Mystic Peers in July of 2021. They have continued recording, writing, and performing into 2022. Since their formation, Strange Neighbors have played at popular New York haunts like Pianos, The Bitter End, Arlene's Grocery, where I celebrated my 21st birthday. That's John again. Uh, Mercury Lounge, Knitting Factory, and more. This is a song called Window Watching. You are going to love it, and then you are going to go to the link in our description for this episode. You're going to go follow Strange Neighbors on social media, and you're going to go listen to their other music that's also fucking kick-ass. Without further ado, please enjoy Window Watching by Strange Neighbors.
actual how-to for the day is how to predict the weather. Yes. I'm talking about, like, old school. Because, like, look, we all know that meteorology isn't real. Yeah, it's all fake. All right? Yeah. It's all fake. And all we can trust is our our senses and the knowledge that's been handed down by our ancestors. Mm -hmm. So, John... What what are ways you know how to predict the weather using your senses and your and your knowledge given to you by your ancestors? So my ancestors uh, were I I, th- I think we're we're pretty creative. We've had a lot of um we've we've had a lot of stage or like an elder or a friend or someone (laughs) i i think a good way to predict the weather is to just just come up with it oh okay yeah just lie i mean that's what the weatherman does john we're trying to be better than the weatherman here's the thing but the weatherman is right a lot of times even though we both know that they're lying and making it up whole cloth how are they doing it i don't know but this is how I've chosen to do it, and it's just by using my creative brain, the right side, mm-hmm. I think. Okay, so so tell me, tell me the uh, tell me the weather for tomorrow. The weather for tomorrow, snow. Sorry, just tell. Sorry, snow. Flurries. Because <laughs> snow. I look. It's April just started, but winter's still very much here, and they've. It's uh, that's been made apparent. I think we're not past last frost date. Just saying. No. And that fucking groundhog saw his shadow or whatever the fuck, and that changed Well, it was stuff. fucking cold. It was cold. What? Oh, didn't the groundhog die this year? What? Well, Emily, the, I'm pretty sure that groundhog has died many times. Well, I mean, like, it wasn't Punxsutawney Phil. It was, like, another groundhog. I think we've talked about this. Another groundhog this that year. definitely was also Punxsutawney Phil at some point no, or another. No, <laughs> there are other. There's, like, a New Jersey groundhog. A couple places have a groundhog. And the most famous Sorry. one is Punxsutawney Phil. In you okay? As a as a like a mayor or as a as a like uh, a city council member or something of a place that is not Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, are you saying to the people around you like we're gonna have our own groundhog? Apparently, at one point they did, and I think I, I don't know ridiculous. if we had an episode about this. I, or well, talked about it on an episode. If we did, it's very appropriate because it's a whole Groundhog Day thing, you know? That's true. That's true. That's true. But yeah, no, I mean, like, the thing about it is I feel that Groundhog Day should be our most cherished and sacred holiday as Americans. Interesting. It is, because... It is one of the few holidays that involves an animal mascot that doesn't get slaughtered immediately after. That's, that's true. <laughs> and also, it's just based on, like... This groundhog is psychic. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. It's whimsical. Nobody gets hurt. Like, uh, we should have Groundhog Day off. I feel that we should have February 2nd off every year. It should be a bank holiday. It's way better than fucking Thanksgiving. Are you kidding me? Thanksgiving fucking sucks. Some people still get, you know, fuck President's Day. Who cares about that? I want Groundhog Day. Move the festivities. Just a couple days. From Thanksgiving. Just a couple days. To Groundhog Day because I like the festivities of of Thanksgiving. It's just a ton of eating really good food. Yeah, uh, we can yeah. nix the turkey. No one fucking likes to eat turkey. Get rid of turkey's not good. Make something else, but all the other stuff—the sides, the pies, 
For us, our family always does lasagna. We just move all that to Groundhog Day. Love lasagna. It's great. Weather's basically the same. It's yeah, fine. true. Very true. And no, I think Groundhog Day is underrated, and I love it because it's just whimsical. Also, I'm like, who could argue with it? Who's offended by Groundhog Day? Maybe people in California because the weather doesn't change over there. Right. But this is a great this is a great point, and I'm very glad that you brought it up for this episode, Emily, because it seems like a good way to predict the weather is by using the wisdom of animals. I think so. I think you should. Because Punxsutawney Phil nails it every year. I don't. Yeah, I don't have the numbers in front of me. They've never been wrong. But they're right every time about yeah. Either there being more winter or no more winter. Yeah, I agree. We've had a pretty pretty late winter this year. It's been fucking wintry as shit. Part of the reason I want to do this episode yeah. is because I need to know when to put my seeds out. When am yes. I planting? Right. I don't know. So it's hard to tell so without a asked, groundhog around. You asked me about my my preferred method. What is your preferred method of predicting the weather? Besides groundhog. Besides groundhog. I mean, there's like tons of ways, right? Like you yeah. can trust your body. Like if you've broken something, you yes, know? I was thinking, yes, I was thinking about this. Like if you broke something and then you're like, ah, oh, my arm aches and it always does before a big storm. So and I know this. Here's what I'll because say. Of my wisdom. To the listener, we're not telling you to go break a bone. Mm, mm. I am. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not telling you to go break a bone so that you can predict the weather. I'm not saying that if you go break a bone, you're basically Storm from X-Men. Yeah. That's not what Definitely I am not. saying. Breaking a bone will not make you essentially Storm from X-Men. Storm from X-Men is not just a person that broke their leg. Whole body. <laughs> Hit by a truck. <laughs> That's that one's no, no. <laughs> you don't know. You, How do you know? We're we here we at downtime know. are are here to tell you PSA: breaking every single bone in your body will not give you psychic weather powers and the ability to also control it. That's not going to happen. Who else? What other superheroes have weather powers? Probably a thousand. <laughs> weather powers are pretty. Weather powers pretty cool as dope. hell. It's cool as hell. Pretty That's for sure. Dope. I always thought it was cool as hell because people are terrified by the weather. Like we had tornadoes. You had tornadoes too, Re- like a yeah. week ago. Yes. And uh, nothing terrifies people like tornadoes. Man, like yeah. people get so scared. Those tornadoes fuck shit right up. Like, yeah, they're scary. They'll mess really up your whole life. Like biblical stuff tornadoes it's are. funny because we have great technology nowadays like we can fix almost every problem thrown at us yeah but we cannot fix big weather no like big weather still fucks our shit right on up yeah you know hurricanes tornadoes floods fires it's all like we are you have to just be somewhere else yeah you're uh- like wow glad i'm not there every time there's big weather and sometimes you are there and you're like, well, fuck. People get scared. Like last week when we had all the tornado-y bullshit, my whole office, I was home working from home and the tornado was like over my office. And like I was just getting emails like, okay, everyone get in the hallway now. And it was like, 
Wow, I'm glad I don't have to stand in a hallway with the rest of my coworkers right now. I was. I can stand in my own hallway. I was the dipshit sitting here producing Outlaws and Old Ones because Outlaws and Old Ones, like I'm, I'm the main producer for that show. So basically. What that means is I'm the person who's running the stream. Like, the stream is going yes, through John, my computer. Yes, John, you're very important. But I, I knew that there was, like, a tornado, th- a threat of a tornado coming through here. And I was like, we'll be good. <laughs> we'll be okay. Power probably so, won't go out. Samantha came through the door and was like, hi, the dog and I are going to go down to the basement now. <laughs> Are you good? I was like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be down there. We'll we'll be done soon. <laughs> we'll be done soon, and I'll just go hide in the basement with you. That'll be great. <laughs> I have no basement. I have nowhere to hide. Also, every that made me realize that every single room in my house has a window in it, which I thought was great when I was buying the house because I like plants. Yeah, and it turns out it's not great because of because of weather or tornadoes specifically. <laughs> uh, very spe- specifically tornadoes. But yeah, uh, so there's that. You yeah. trusting your body. Uh, just, just, just give in to the weather when it happens, and hope that Sam is there to tell you when to go to the basement. Um, yeah, trust your partner. Your partner probably trust knows. Trust your partner. Yeah, get a partner, and you guys are together through thick and thin. Yeah. You know, big and small weathers. Yeah. Um, I. The other one you could trust your environment. Okay. Like the smell before snow. You can smell snow. You're like, it smells like fucking snow. You know? Fascinating. Have you smelled snow before? Well, I'm well now I'm I'm kind of questioning my own thing because maybe that's why I think it's gonna snow tomorrow. Yeah, maybe you smelt it. I probably smelt it. You Does that mean snow. that I dealt it? It sounds like you did, because if you if there's snow tomorrow, because there's none on the on the forecast. So if there is, that means you did. And you that's do true. have those powers. And you don't need to go jump off a bridge or whatever to break all your bones. Yeah. there's you did it. In addition to my method of just making it up whole cloth, you can also manifest it. I mm-hmm. mean, it's the secret. Just Manifesting is very big right now. It's very I big right say. now and also very real. What do you... Yeah. Why Manifesting... Did you, you look back into your own past and you tell me how many times you turned your pajamas inside out and backwards... And how many times you flush ice cubes down the toilet and tell me it didn't work. The thing is, it did. Yeah. It definitely did. See? Because we tended to do that when we thought there might be snow. <laughs> um, it doesn't sound right to me. I mean, children's wishes, definitely a good way to get <gasps> stuff done. Whoa, that's a good point. There mm. is there is magic in the in the whimsy of of children. An untapped energy source. Monsters mm-hmm. Inc. was close, but they weren't all the way. The wishes of children. The wishes of children. So if I get on Twitter right now and I say, uh, "I need every child to see this," it can snow tomorrow, and you can have school off if you wish it so. And I just need I just need that tweet to go completely viral. And if enough children see it and and wish upon a little star, Mm -hmm. then it's very possible that it will happen. And that's the true fact. That's science. That's scientifically proven. For sure. Um, Big weather movies have taught me that uh, the birds fly away. When yeah, something's again, about to go down. Just trusting the wisdom of animals. That's... Trusting the wisdom of animals, once again. Easy. 
Uh, dogs and cats run away before big earthquakes. Yeah, they start, they so get they get real freaked away. out. Yeah, they they get very upset. I have listened to my animals before, but they're not very. I don't want to say they're not smart because I feel like that's <laughs> kind of mean. But self preservation is like not top of the list. Like yeah. Oscar, first of all, Oscar always tries to run away, so I can't just assume every time he runs away. That there's, like, an earthquake that's about to happen. Yeah. You know? Because that's not practical. <laughs> um, he also just Douglas loves never being away. away. He just loves to leave. <laughs> He's really into it. He's a typical man. Yeah. You know? Uh, ain't that the truth? Bullshit. Tell me about it, sister. It's bullshit. Yeah. Um, the, you could look at the leaves on the trees. Have you ever done this? Um, I, also, I crickets. Crickets are supposed to predict rain. What? Um, How? Yeah, uh, I gotta look it up, but I don't have access to my phone right now. But yeah, you can like look up crickets predicting rain. It's something to do with the way they chirp or something. But oh. um, what else did I say? The leaves on the trees. Leaves on yeah, trees. if you look at right before it rains, there's always cows lying down. If you see cows lying down, it's gonna rain in a field. And then there's like if you look at a tree, yeah. and all of a sudden it looks silvery, then it's gonna rain because it's like they turn their leaves a little bit and so the look what? of the trees becomes like a silvery look i don't know anything about that or whether it's true that's, but i have experienced it before that's and then the up. smell again you can smell rain just or look, like feel pre low pressure in your ears this is incredible you can definitely feel you can feel low pressure in your ears it's real yeah maybe i'm just really good at predicting the weather without the weather i think you're man. just very into with nature and your own body i am i am I'm a I, nature goddess. I'm a very powerful witch. I, we've discussed this. Yeah, we learned true. to become a powerful witch, and now I have become a powerful witch. That's amazing. And therefore, I'm very in tune with nature and my own body. So if you listen to Downtime with John and Emily religiously, you you too can become a very powerful witch who's very in tune with your body. You can. I, Absolutely, you can. I think that we can leave predicting the weather up to chance in a couple different ways. I think... Especially, I mean, like, think about it. How leaving it up to complete chance, whatever way that we do that, and I have a couple queued up. How different is that than what the meteorologists on the news, air quotes, uh, are doing? Like, so-called news. So what I have in front of me is a random tarot card generator. Ooh, I was going to do a tarot episode today, but I don't know anything about it. I have to do my research. Yeah. Well, so I I was going to ask if you did know anything about it because I was going to pull a random tarot card and ask you what it meant vis-a-vis weather events. I mean, I could. I could. I could try. I okay. could try. Do you, would, would you like to So we're going to think about the weather. There's something about me? Yes. Yes, of course. Okay. There's something about, and you have to do an intention. You put your hand on the deck with an intention. Oh, interesting. Or a question. Does you that have to ask a question? Does does that change if it's from a website called randomtarotcard.com? No, I can't I really put my your, hands. Set on Set your it. intention. Okay, but with like with my hand on my mouse or with the mouse cursor on the screen. I guess that's the same thing. Okay. Well, through through the internet, feel it with me. We're gonna we're gonna feel our intentions. 
we want to know what the weather is going to be like tomorrow and we're going to pull one card and then i need you to help me decipher what it means okay okay lock it in let my me know. intention do i have to close my eyes yes let me know right. when you're locked in yeah i'm locked in okay now what do i open my eyes i've clicked it you can open your eyes uh-huh it's, did anything happen there's a, a roman numeral 11 on the top of the okay. card and the bottom of the card sure. says justice and it is a very regal looking person with a crown a sword upturned in their right hand and a one of those scales those you know those uh like the legal scales yeah sounds like a hand. um a day after tomorrow style reckoning. Whoa, yeah. I mean, that would be justice. Like we finally reaping what we sowed. Yeah. You know? Mother Nature really, really uh, making making her point heard. Cool. So I'm going to go because I got to go start building a storm cellar. Yeah. I don't have one. Right. And uh, I've done some canning, but, you know, it's actually almost summer again. So all my canned goods, like, I'm running low. Yeah. So if anyone has extra spam or anything, just hit us up. Yeah. Uh, Get at us. We uh, might need it. The, there's a link in the description of this episode that'll take you. There's a link tree. Uh, and that'll take you to everything that has to do with the Outlaws Network, including the Discord. Discord's going to be a good way to, to tell us uh, if you have any extra canned goods uh, or anything like that mm-hmm. that you can. Survival ra- rations, uh, emergency yeah. blankets. Yeah. Uh, everyone bring your prescriptions with you and then we'll yeah. do a you know fun little swap useful Stock medications up. be be cool i have some like, expired antibiotics if anyone wants we'll announce this in the in the discord as well so that our people are are protected but don't be don't like don't hoard this information you know you want to you want to help no. out other people as well we want to make sure that everyone exactly. knows that the day after tomorrow is happening um, mm-hmm. but tomorrow and not the day after tomorrow. It's actually way no, worse. It's, it's, it's actually tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Why is it called the day? So we have some people to thank. I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at some or at some point sound on social media. Thank you so much to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, you can go to her Instagram at N M S underscore creative or go to her website, nataliespitzel.com. Uh, again, get in the link tree that's going to be in the description. You can find everything from the Outlaws Network, including our network Twitch channel, our network Discord, and our network tip jar. If you like what we do with the Outlaws Network and you want to support us in a very, very real way, you can hit us up through that tip jar. It's a Kofi link. Uh, and there's a little uh, section where you can type in a little note when you make a donation through that. If you're donating for a specific show make sure to put in that little description box uh which show you would you would prefer the money to go to that way these those tips get allocated how they are supposed to also please check out our sister podcast the bloody stream that you can find through the link tree as well you can find them at uh thebloodystream.com or on social media at bloody stream pod all right thank you so much for listening my name is emily downey i'm john downey thanksgiving I will fight you. Keep that button hot.